Hello, this is Mrs. Paranormal. It's a Sunday afternoon. It's about 2.15. I'm actually in my house doing the podcast today because it's just warmer. It's about 35 outside, 33 to 35, depending, you know, and it's overcast now. It was sunny, really sunny this morning. It felt so good to be outside. Uh, This podcast is going to be about superstitions, (coughs) excuse me, superstitions, which I find very fascinating i've always found found things like that fascinating you know everybody's theories and ideas and all of that it's just i don't know it's pretty cool because we all have superstitions right we've all grown up with superstition we've been told certain things and i just found some the history of some of the common superstitions they're a little brief but which is cool and then i may do another one on superstitions around the world i want to thank everybody for listening to my podcast it means a lot to me I have over 156 listens, excuse me, from the last podcast, Haint, which I found very fascinating. My goal for just in general is to get that podcast listened to more. And instead of like saying 156 listens in like seven days, if I can get 156 listens in a day or at least in two days. So I'm going to try really, really hard to try and be more diligent about doing this podcast I'm usually only free on the weekends to do it, unfortunately, because I work 8 to 5 for now, Monday through Friday. And then when I get off work, usually there's other things going on and it's dark out and I really have nowhere to go to be where it's quiet to do the podcast. And the weekends is the only time I can actually find a place that's either out and about, as you know, or at home where there's like nobody home. It's just me and the neighbors are being quiet for now. So sadly, I can only do it on the weekends for now. But thank you for sticking with me through all this time. I've been doing the podcast, I think, for two years, about. I know I haven't had any guests on. I plan to eventually figure that out, invite somebody to the podcast. That'd be kind of cool. Hey, and if you guys have any stories that you want me to read on the podcast or or if you want me to go over a certain subject and you're just like, yeah, I'm kind of burnt out on this, email me at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i at gmail.com. Don't be afraid. If you want to be anonymous, I will completely do it anonymously anonymously per your request. So don't be afraid. Unless I'm doing a good job and I hear nothing from all of the people that have been listening to the podcast, then I will let it go and I'll just say, okay, I'm doing a good job. Thumbs up, right? Two thumbs up, four stars, whatever. And you can rate me on iTunes. Uh, yeah, if you, feel, if you feel you want to, go for it. That's cool. So let's see. About skeptics and uh, mostly, um, here we go, there's some superstitions. There's a few of them out there. There's like a lot to choose from. I wasn't sure which one to pick. Because it never f- fails. I find one's really good and then I start to read it and it turns out to be really bad. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is good and it gets really stupid. But there's a... F- some that have some good stories to them. They're brief. Like, so I'll be jumping around on this one. Uh, let's see here. What is this one? This one is apparently do not per India. Do not cut your nails at night. Apparently it is known to be bad luck. If you cut your nails at night in India. I don't know if that means toenails and fingernails. Or just 
it doesn't specify, but in India, trimming your nails at night is considered bad luck. Also, bad luck is known for cutting your hair on Saturdays in India. So there's another one. Do not cut your hair on Saturdays if, you know, hey, who knew, right? Now, for Russia, putting empty bottles on the ground, apparently, placing empty bottles on the ground is considered a good luck practice in Russia. The superstition comes from legend involving Russian soldiers in the 19th century. According to the Moscow Times, while the soldiers were in Paris, they were able to save money on alcohol by hiding their empty bottles on the ground rather than leaving them on the table as they were being charged by the empty bottles they were left behind. Hmm. In Europe, knocking on wood. We all know that one, right? You know, when you knock on wood like three times for good luck or like, you know, you're saying something and you knock on wood, right? Well, this one is, um, like here, like I just mentioned, you knock on wood to ward off bad luck. Although the superstition is, superstition is said to have originated in Europe, during the medieval period, many churches claimed to have pieces of Jesus' cross. Um, officials, Church officials would say that knocking on the wood would bring good luck, according to, according to research. Now, I had read somewhere else that in the Celtic, they would knock on tree trunks and that would, you know, cause good luck. Knocking on a tree trunk, which I'll, I'll go over in a minute when I find it. Another bizarre, well, okay, to me it's bizarre, is chewing gum at night. Apparently, in Turkey, according to the Turkish legend, legend, when a person chews gum at night, it turns in, it turns into the flesh of the dead. What? As a result, people are strongly advised against chewing gum after dark in Turkey. Original origin of this morbid superstition is unclear. <laughs> okay. The word rabbit on the first day of the month. The UK say, says saying the word rabbit on the first day of the month. This good luck practice has been around over 2,000 years according to the uh, into research. 19th century with roots tracking back, tracing back to the UK. Okay. According to legend, if the first thing you say on the first day of the month is rabbit, rabbit, you have good luck for the rest of the, or the rest of it. Internet interesting. If you forget to speak the magic words in the morning, you can say T-bar, T-bar, rabbit backwards. Oh, cute. Right before you go to bed at night. Who thinks some of these are just really interesting, huh? Brazil, leaving your purse or wallet on the ground. Some Brazilians believe that leaving your wallet on the ground will make you poor. Placing your wallet or purse on the ground in Brazil is said to bring bad financial luck. This superstition is also popular in other South American countries as well as the Philippines. I never knew that. Similarly, people in China commonly use the phrase that translates to a purse on the floor is money out the door to warn against uh, not... Okay, interesting. Bet right, you won't get wealth. It may stem from the idea of putting money on the ground. The lowest point could, interesting, look careless or disrespectful. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Serbia, spilling water behind someone. What spilled water is actually a good thing in Serbia. Spilling water may seem like it would be a sign of bad luck, although the opposite is actually true in Serbia. I didn't, I didn't even know spilling water was a thing. It was a good thing or a bad thing. It is common. It is a common Serbian superstition to believe that spilling water behind someone will bring them good luck. People often spill some water be, 
Find a loved one who is about to go on a trip or job interview in order to wish them luck. The water is thought to be lucky because it represents fluidity and motion. But that's not really spilling water. That's like purposely spilling water, right? I don't know. Some people in Portugal believe that walking backward may connect you to the devil. <laughs> sorry. Oh, <clears throat> I shouldn't laugh. I'm sorry. It's considered very unlucky to walk backwards in Portugal because doing so allegedly lets the devil know where you are and where you're going. Okay, I got nothing on that one. There's a cemetery in Japan. Tucking your thumbs in a cemetery is... In Japan, people are often advised to tuck their thumbs into their fists when walking through cemeteries. The reasoning is simple. In Japanese, the word thumb directly translates to parent finger. The legend warns that tucking your parent finger will protect your parents from death. I don't get it. Germany, toasting with water. If you're making a toast with friends in Germany, you'll want to avoid doing so with water. Remember that, guys. You're traveling. Don't be doing that. Now, the superstition of believing that toasting with a glass of water brings bad luck or even death is commonly held in Germany. Although the tradition has roots going back to as far as ancient Greece. I'd never heard that. <coughs> Excuse me. According to Greece mytho Greece? Greek mythology, spirits of the dead would often drink from the from a river which is named from the goddess of the for forgetfulness. After drinking from the river, the spirits would forget about their lives on earth before entering the underworld so they die. Well, you know, it could have been a poisoned river, right? We don't know. Sweden, or I'm just kidding. Sweden, manhole covers marked with a with a K or A. You might not pay much attention to manhole covers, but in Sweden, some people believe that the symbol on them can bring either good luck or bad luck. As, a le as legend has it, stepping on a manhole, manhole cover marked with K is good luck because it represents the Swedish word for love. Aww. Stepping on a cover marked with A, however, is believed to bring bad luck because it stands for the Swedish word for heartbreak. Aww. Remember that. Rwanda, women eating goat meat. Mm. Local folk folklore advises women against eating goat meat because it allegedly causes facial hair growth as well as stubbornness. <laughs> oh, that's cute. I like that one. However, some people have also offered up a history that men created this superstition so they could have more meat to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> China, the number four. Some people in China will avoid anything having to do with the number four. Why the number four? Specifically, well, the pronunciation of four in Chinese is similar to the word death. Sorry. In Chinese, is similar to the word for death. Unsurprisingly, this makes many people believe that the number four is a sign of bad luck. Well, that's a neat one. Interesting. Russia, yellow flowers. Don't give yellow flowers to anyone in Russia. You got it? No yellow flowers whatsoever when you're traveling to Russia. Just don't do it. It's a bad idea. It's, it's just really bad because apparently giving flowers as a gift is a popular tradition all over the globe. Although in Russia, it is important to keep symbolic meanings behind certain, meanings behind certain flowers in mind. 
Many people in Russia believe that yellow flowers symbolize separation and infidelity or death. So people avoid giving them to their significant others. So they must have a gigantic population of yellow flowers in Russia that nobody wants to pick. Egypt. Opening scissors without cutting anything. I get it. I didn't get it at first. Huh? Only open scissors if you're going to use them. In Egypt, there are multiple superstitions related to scissors in Egypt that beliefs hold that the beliefs hold dear. First, it is considered unlucky to open and close scissors. I'm so sorry, you guys. I don't mean to laugh. I think it's interesting. I'm sorry. If you're not actually cutting anything, simil- similarly, leaving scissors open <laughs> is also said to bring bad luck. Bottom line, if you're in Egypt, you better be careful with scissors. Like, in America, don't run with scissors. And in Egypt, don't be opening up those scissors unless you're going to be cutting something, okay? South Korea, sleeping in a room with a running fan. Many people are afraid of sleeping near fans, near a fan in South Korea. Why? It's called fan death. It's a widespread fear among people in South Korea. As a result, many South Koreans will never sleep in a closed room with a fan on. Why? It is commonly believed that the prolonged exposure to fans cause hypothermia, loss of water in the body, and even asphyxiation. Okay. Italy. Writing a love letter to Juliet Capulet. People come to Verona from all over the world to see this, the famous Juliet balcony. Oh, Juliet, like... Juliet. Um, Romeo and Juliet, right? I know a little history. For, for years, people have been traveling to Ver- Verona to send their love letters to Juliet, which they hope will bring them good fortune when it comes to love. Love-lorn travelers can visit the Casa di uh, Juliet. Sorry, I know I said that wrong. The 14th century home turned museum that is said to have inspired Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet and leave their love letters for Juliet. Today, a group of volunteers called the Juliet Club actually respond to the letters from Juliet's persona, carrying on the old tradition of asking the classic Shakespearean character for advice. Aww. Spain. Eating grapes on New Year's Eve. It's coming up, guys. What, about a week? Two weeks? Keep this in mind. Just saying. I'm not going to be doing it. Eating grapes, even though we're not in Spain. I'll take it to heart. Many people in Spain... Subscribe to this holiday superstition. Instead of counting down the New Year's Eve and clinking champagne flutes, chink, chink, Spaniards traditionally stuff 12 grapes into their mouth at the stroke of midnight. Oh, I thought they didn't. You're not supposed to eat any. I read that wrong. Why? Well, the 12 grapes represent the 12 months of the year and in Spanish tradition is meant to bring good luck in the New Year. Okay. All right, you guys. So, this is it. If you don't drink alcohol on New Year's Eve, which is totally cool, I get it. No problems. But, anyone do something totally different. It doesn't matter if you're from Spain or not from Spain or Spaniard, not, whatever. Stuff 12 grapes into your mouth at the stroke of midnight. And it should it should bring you good luck in the new year. It doesn't say what kind of grapes. If you want purple grapes, green grapes, uh, plum grapes, I think they're called. You know, there's like four different types of grapes. Oh, red grapes when you go to the grocery store. That's something. And then you get to chew them all and then swallow them down some water or something. So there you go. Try that one out for New Year's Eve. I won't be, I won't have any grapes near me for New Year's Eve. Oh, well. Neat idea, though. Turkey, turning your thumb at Haga, Hagia Sophia. Turning your thumb. I don't know what you mean. Thumbs up. If you're superstitious, you can't leave the 
Hagia Sophia in Istanbul without doing this one thing. Inside the church, you'll find a bronze column with a thumb hole, and it's also probably the long line, and also a long line of people. Local legends has it that rotating your thumb in this hole in a full clockwise circle in the wishing column will make all of your wishes come true. Well, that's a neat idea. That's kind of cool. The U.S. Lucky Pennies. Finding a penny on the ground, especially if its head's facing up, is considered a sign of good luck in the U.S. People often use the saying, find a penny, pick it up, and all day long you'll have good luck. I actually still do that. So there you go, you guys. I thought that was pretty cool. Brief, not too long. And we all learned something new. I like the grape idea. The penny thing I already do, I already know, and I do. I still practice this to that, that to this day. Like I said, there was another one about knocking on wood that I found really interesting. So if you guys have any superstitions that you want to share, I read something about uh, why walking under a ladder is bad luck. Um, it has to do with the angle of the ladder when you're walking underneath it. And then I read about um, salt, throwing salt over your shoulder in uh, Victorian era, I believe it was. If you throw salt over your shoulder for good luck, it's because there's supposedly... There's two different versions of it. Like, if you throw salt over your shoulder, it's to blind the devil that was that's looking behind you. I don't know. I thought that was kind of interesting. Oh, what else did I read? The knock on wood. Celtic version is that they... And the tree trunk said knock on wood three times for good luck. Uh, I thought those were pretty good. I don't want to bore you guys too much with this. But uh, I am looking for you guys to help me out with some podcast ideas, some links... If you can email me at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i at gmail.com. Any, uh, like, if there's any subjects you guys want me to touch on or any research you want me to do or if you have your own paranormal stories, feel free to, to email me. Uh, if you want, you guys can visit my Facebook page at Invest- Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. We have 133 followers right now, which is freaking awesome. Me and Amanda, the co-founder, we will celebrate when we hit 200. Celebrate how, I don't know, we haven't talked about it that far. But other than that, again, the house has been quiet. No investigations. I haven't heard anything if I'm going back to the asylum next year. I don't know. I'm still on the fence about it. I don't know yet. So, yeah, you guys, please reach out to me if you have any comments or if you guys enjoy this podcast. And I know that the majority of my podcasts are female listeners, which is, like, totally cool. Thank you very much. I think it's, like, 64% are all female. And then uh, as far as where my voice is heard, um, United States, Australia, France, and Canada, which is really neat. So that's about it. This is going to be kind of a shorter podcast. I don't always find what I'm looking for on the internet. It takes a while to find what I want, which shortens the podcast. Uh, There were some other superstition ones I was looking at, but... I'll see if I could bring those up really quick here. Okay, I'll add to the story just a little bit here. The Romans believed that mirrors containing fragments of our soul. So breaking a mirror signifies significant. Good Lord, signified a breaking in in someone's health and well being. So you know how like people use mirrors as portals, as I've done podcasts on before. This is like if you break it, then you know your souls are kind of like. Another one is 
The social etiquette for blessing someone after they sneeze originates from the ancient belief that one could sneeze out their soul. That's a neat little little tidbit, huh? Yawning and sneezing were both considered high-risk activities in the time of the ancient Romans and Greeks. Wow. Let's see. Ancient Egyptians believed umbrellas were royal and that their shade was sacred. Opening one indoors was considered an insult of the gods for the sun. Where out here, we consider that in the States, we consider it bad luck. Pennies were some of the first items treated as representative of the good versus evil. Okay, that's cool. Neat little... In the Middle Ages, people associated black cats with the devil and therefore tried to exterminate them all, which they didn't, obviously. Uh, back in the 14th century, the association between black cats and the devil was so prevalent that people allegedly believed that they were causing the Black Death pandemic and tragically attempted to exterminate them as a result. Later, when the 16th century histori- you know, his- hyster- bleh, hysteria sorry, over witchcraft was at its peak, suspicious Europeans associated black cats with the so-called witches, believing them to be their familiars. Okay. The superstition, here we go. The superstition walking under a ladder is bad luck could stem from the shape of the ladder making when it leans against the wall. Walking, let's see. The belief that walking under a ladder is bad luck likely stems from the importance of the number three in the certain religion in Christianity. The doctrine of the Trinity is the belief that there exists one God who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And since the Trinity is sacred, the number three is sacred by extension too. When a ladder is leaned against the wall, it forms a triangle shape with the wall which it leans and, and the ground walked underneath the ladder could be seen as breaking the Trinity. All right. Now, obviously, number 13. We know a lot about the 13. I don't want to really go over that because it's just... Here's another thing about salt. Judas can also be blamed for a note for the notation that spilling salt is bad luck, which I never knew that. And then they tell you, look at Leonardo da Vinci's famous painting, Last Supper. Uh, Judas was the unlucky 13th at the, at the Jesus dinner is depicted knocking salt over on the table with his elbow. And then they talk about it further. Knocking on wood is tradition that stems from ancient pagan cultures. And I said Celtic. I'm sorry. Pagan cultures believed that spirits and gods re- resided in trees. Knocking on tree trunks was, therefore, an attempt to rouse gods and call them a call upon them for protection and good luck. Yeah, neat, right? Greek astronomers named P as in Paul, T, Tom, O, L, E, M as in Mary, Y, theorized that the presence of shooting stars meant that gods were appearing down from the sky and opened and open to granted our, granted our wish. Which is kind of neat because to this day, they tell you when you see a shooting star, make a wish. And there you go. It's from the astronomer and I'm not going to try to pronounce his name. Mm-mm. So that was that. Those are the other added things to the superstition. So, that was neat. I liked it. Still trying to find other stories. I If you guys want to share anything with me, I always look for... Something that's not popular, something that, that that's like, really? Or that makes you go, I didn't know that. I love the, I did not know that kind of things. And like I said, it makes your mind go, what? What? Really? You got your mind going, why? Why? What the hell? Well, I never knew that. That's so cool. And honestly, you guys don't have to worry about fact checking. It's on the internet. So, oh my God, you know it's true, right? I'm kidding. 
it's up to you. If you want to do fact checking before you send me a story or, or anything like that, please feel free to. I have a wide variety of things I'm looking for, uh, which I, God, I don't even have a, a number as far as what I'm looking for, but at paranormal, obviously, if possible, um, superstitions, witches, ghosts, magic, anything, all of my podcasts have all been about ghost stories. Um, I don't really care for like true crime kind of things like decapitated bodies and stuff. That's just not my, my thing. I can't, my, my mind is so active and so vivid. I, it just kind of makes me feel sick sometimes if I read those kind of stories, but please share with me. Who knows? I mean, maybe I can invite you. We can do like a, a recording. I can put on the podcast. I'm putting that out there because I really would like this podcast to grow and become something. I've been doing it long enough and I think I'm doing an okay job. But I would love to see it grow. Not necessarily, like I said, because it's 2021. I don't care about that stuff. But because I need to make changes in my life. And this is a great opportunity to get me to make that, to make that change happen. As well as um, also... I am a gamer on Twitch, and um, I just recently started doing, uh, like I mentioned, uh, gaming on Twitch. So if any of you guys are gamers or anything like that, I am on Twitch as well, and I do live gaming on my PS4. I don't have a camera, though. Uh, I, it's just I have a headset that I wear. But if any of you guys are interested in that, uh, I am... I'm getting it right now. <laughs> Who am I? I don't know. I am Patty underscore. Yeah, Patty underscore in I N underscore Wisconsin on Twitch. If you guys want to take a peek, if you guys are gamers, I can game with you. I'm always looking to improve that too. That's another angle I'm going for is try and improve that. So, well, this podcast is almost about 30 minutes long. And thank all of you guys for listening to this. If you want to share it, share it. If you want to like it, like it. If you want to leave me a voicemail, you can do that too. You can follow my uh, Facebook page, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. You can email me at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i at gmail.com. Subject field, just put in podcast. And if you IM me on Facebook, subject field, podcast. So I know what it's regarding to. But again, I would really like to see this podcast grow. It, I think it has capability. It has the, it has the potential to grow. I just want to get it moving, you know, really get it moving, so I can reach more of you lovely people and share these lovely stories with you. But again, don't hesitate. Don't be afraid. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be worried. Have fun with it. It's all about fun. I don't script anything, as you guys know by now. It's just I'm doing it. So. You guys have a great week, and I have a four-day weekend coming up, so I will be diligent about finding some stories unless you guys want to send me some stories for next week. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. Send me some stories for next week. Uh, I'm off Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Sorry, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I have a four-day weekend. Send me some stories, and I'll do the podcast. If you don't like the way I read the podcast, that's fine. If I stumble, I stumble. I'm not perfect, obviously. I never went to speech school or nothing like that. It is what it is. I am what I am. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, have a great week. Send me that information. Let me know what you want to hear. If I'm doing a great job, then let me know too. So you guys all take care of yourselves. And I should be back before 
Christmas, maybe. If I don't do a podcast by then, I wish everybody a Merry Christmas. And I hope you guys get whatever you want. You get the snow that you're looking for, the warm temperatures with family. I'm just hoping you guys have a great time. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Embrace life. Embrace your family, friends, your animals, whatever you're doing those evenings. Just embrace it, you know? So anyways, enough of that crap. This is Mrs. Paranormal, signing off.